Today is um yeah it's christmas eve it's december 24th it's december 24th 2018 one of the most magical days of the year as santa claus comes tonight delivering presents all around the world to all the good little boys and girls you know because he can do that do you believe i believe i hope you believe I believe. I believe in a lot of things. Welcome to a bonus episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we play some excellent tracks and talk about our experiences with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always by someone very special to this day, because he has a broad face and a little round belly that shakes when he laughs like a bowl full of jelly. He's chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf. I laugh when I see him, in spite of myself. I'm, of course, talking about Frank. Merry Christmas and audio <laughs> podcast, Brian. <laughs> it was too perfect. I had to pull it up. Does your belly shake Brian, like a Brian, bowl full of jelly when you laugh? You were getting coal in your stocking. <laughs> uh, I might. I might. I actually saw a, a video on Facebook of like parents like making little coal bars out of crushed up oreos so they give to their kids if they're bad i actually think that's a fantastic idea i think that's hilarious yeah that's, that's what i want children eating coal <laughs> this is a as i mentioned a bonus episode of bg mania but before i forget bg mania and level down games is entirely self-funded as a passion project if you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of this podcast it would mean the absolute world to us and i like to just breeze over this stuff real quick since it's a bonus episode don't forget to leave us a rating and a review especially on itunes we'd greatly appreciate it five stars good comments constructive criticism doesn't matter just leave us something and remember in less than a couple weeks we will be switching over to our new podcast host starting on january 9th so keep an eye on your ss feeds something that we're going to start doing every year this is now a tradition 
because I really enjoyed putting up an episode last year, the morning of Christmas Eve. So that way, for anyone opening gifts on Christmas Eve, or if you want to save the episode till Christmas morning, you can listen to our festive tunes while you're opening presents. That's a good idea. Hey, what do you got over there, little Jimmy? The new little hat? It's awesome. Little Jimmy, I see. Are you uh, our truth? I figure with all the listeners out there, there's bound to be a little Jimmy listening to this. Well, we know there's a, we know there's a little, we know there's a messenger. We we know there's a little Johnny. We know there's a little Christopher. There are little Johnnies and Christophers and messengers out there. Yeah. Merry Christmas, y'all. The opening track you heard was my first pick. We're doing five five picks a piece. Uh, so a quick little short bonus episode, ten tracks total. My first choice was from a game that Frank mentioned he'd never heard of. And I don't blame him. Most people haven't heard of this game. It's a game called Days Before Christmas, and the track is Stage Theme 1. Now, the reason most people haven't heard of this, it only released on the Sega Mega Drive, so the Sega Genesis, in 1994 in Australia. It was originally planned to come to North America on both the Genesis and Super Nintendo, but because manufacturing, like when they actually were manufacturing the game, they ran out of cartridges or whatever. They couldn't. They had an issue manufacturing the title. Plus, there were quality issues with the game itself. They actually canceled it coming to North America. So this game only ever officially released in Australia on the Sega Genesis. Uh, it was actually developed by a great studio, Funcom, who went on to make like Conan Exiles and that kind of stuff. Uh, and published by one of the one of the greats in that era, Sunsoft. Oh, okay. But yeah. uh, but I, I I have tracked down uh, footage of this game through YouTube of like people playing it and that kind of stuff. And I kind of wish I would have been able to play this game because it seems fun. You literally play a Santa Claus. You are literally playing a Santa Claus, and he is racing around like his workshop in the North Pole trying to save Christmas from an evil snowman who has imprisoned the elves and captured the reindeer. Oh, jeez, okay. So, and, and like, every track in this game is very festive. This is the only one that actually features, like, a Christmas tune. But uh, every every track of this game is is very festive, very fun. And like I said, it definitely, uh, it definitely seems good. I don't know what happened. I, I actually don't know what happened. Uh, I was unable to confirm the composers of this track, but what I was able to find uh, were two composers that worked on Days Before Christmas. One of them being Kim Morton Jensen and the other one being Gear Shelta. So I'm assuming those two are the ones that composed it or one of those two. But I was unable to confirm this because information is so scarce on this game because it wasn't widely released. OK, well, I'll go to another game that was not exactly known by many people. OK, before I do that, I had a question for you, Brian. OK, how does how does Darth Vader know what you're getting for Christmas? Uh, he uses the force. He can feel your presence. Oh. <laughs> I guess he. I, I guess he can't use the force because he's not a Jedi. But, but but I think he does use the force. He uses he just, like the. He, yeah. he is. He was a Sith Lord. Uh, yeah. And Luke turned him. Merry Christmas. Uh, from Jazz <laughs> Jackrabbit Two. This is level one. Holiday hair.
And that was Holiday Hair from Jazz Jackrabbit 2, composed by Alexander Brandon. Uh, so I'll give a bad fact about him. Some good facts. So bad fact, <laughs> born in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry. Feel sorry for the guy. There's his naughty. Uh, how about his nice? Uh, he composed music mostly from games uh, produced by Epic Games. So uh, our games using Epic technology. So Unreal, Unreal Tournament, Deus Ex, Tyrion, and Jazz Jack Rapper 2. Uh, Brandon is also a voice actor. And he has been cast as the parts of Arcano and Amon Mortier in the hit role-playing game, The Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. That's right. <laughs> I made it happen, Brian. <laughs> okay. All right. Good job. Good job. You wanted to try to squeeze Skyrim into this somehow. You uh, you managed to I do tried, that. I tried to get either Skyrim or Portal into this episode, so there you go. Merry Christmas to me. Yeah, you managed to do that, so good job. Good job indeed. Um... This was a great piece of music. I liked this a lot. It had little hints of uh, Jingle Bells in there. As every Christmas song does in games. I don't know why, but it's the only Christmas song used in games, except for our last track we're going to play today. Well, the last one has lots of Christmas things in it. It absolutely does. But yeah, uh, Jazz Jackrabbit, those games are really fun. Uh, I'm surprised that they haven't moved forward with this IP, like in the new current generations. I think it was only PC only. I know there was a planned Jazz Jack... There was a planned... Jazz Jackrabbit 3D, but that game got canceled. Oh, okay. So it would have been like in like probably like Mario 64 type style. Yeah. What this was was this mid 90s that when this came out? 98. In fact, uh, this came oh, out. Okay. You know, this, this could have qualified for one of our upcoming episodes. We are doing a uh, look into 1998. Yeah, this actually could have qualified for that as well. That's kind of funny to think about. Yeah, man, I I was unaware. I was even unaware of these games. Like I I had never played them just because uh, back then, like mid to late 90s, early 2000s, I really wasn't playing that much on PC. But after you submitted your list and I looked into this game, it looks like something I would have really enjoyed. I actually got this game on a disc of like 500 games. That's what they used to do back in the day. Was they used to put like yeah, like your like your shareware, shareware type. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So that's what it was, and yeah, I played the hell out of these games. <laughs> that would make a good episode in the future. Ooh, a shareware episode. Shareware. Huh. Puzzle in, Brian. Yeah, I'll, I'll consider that. Um, but yeah, this is a very festive tune, very fun piece of music. So I do enjoy being introduced to that. Uh, all right. Well, I'll go ahead and move into my next pick. And I, I do have several Japanese RPGs on here. Um, they tend to be quite a bit more festive than the uh, than the, you know, Western slash North American side of development than it comes when it comes to games. They always have like snowy levels. I mean, you just look at Nintendo and all That's my me- all, all my memories of snowy levels happen to literally be almost be on Nintendo platforms. So I had to definitely branch out to not have the episode we did a few weeks ago, literally be all of Nintendo tracks. So sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, because otherwise that episode we did on snowy levels a few weeks back would have literally just been a Nintendo episode. But <laughs> this happens to be from a Nintendo platform, but it's not a Nintendo made game from Tales of Symphonia. This is a snow light.
And that was a Snow Light from Tales of Symphonia, which originally released on the Nintendo GameCube over in Japan, August 29th, 2003. We would see it here in North America, July 13th, 2004. This particular track was composed by Matoi Sakuraba, who is a fantastic composer, uh, someone that we've actually talked about quite a bit on the episode in the past. Uh, I mean, he's done music for a majority of the Tales games, uh, some Star Ocean games, the Mario Golf games, Valkyrie Profile, Shining Force, uh, Golden Sun, Baton Kaidos. He's done a lot of Japanese RPGs, and we've, we've actually talked about that in the past because there's some of these games that I've played tracks from on these random episodes. Uh, Sakuraba was the actual composer. And uh, he is doing the music for a game that actually comes out. Well, a game that came out several weeks back, uh, Monster Boy in the Cursed Kingdom, one that uh, Frank and I were very excited to play. Uh, and like every other composer in the world, he does have some credits in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, every composer is going to have a track in that game. Uh, literally. I can't wait to see what Tommy Calarico adds to Smash Brothers. Uh, this was a fantastic tale. Still to this day, my all time favorite Tales game. Uh, Tales of Symphonia has not been topped, in my opinion. Vesperia is a close second, which the remastered comes out next month in January. It's a close second for me, but nothing is actually topped Tales of Symphonia to this day. This is still my all time favorite Tales, and I wish they would do something in this style once again, but they just they haven't. So it'll happen, Brian. It'll happen. It'll happen. I believe just like I believe in Santa Claus. Well, what does Frosty the Snowman like to do on the weekend? I, I don't know. Chill. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix and chill. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so you went from a nice, beautiful Christmas. I'm going to I'm going to give you a sadistic Christmas. OK. From Tekken Tag Tournament 2. This is Sadistic Christmas. Sadistic Christmas from Tekken Tag Tournament 2, composed by Akitaka Tohayama. Celebrate good times. Come on! Oh, ho. <laughs> <laughs> 
Festive. Festive, yeah. So Agitaka Tohihama uh, is known for Tekken music. So we did uh, Tekken Tag Tournaments, Tekken 6, Tekken 7. Uh, also, outside of the Tekken Wheelhouse, uh, we love Katamari. He's uh, in-house at Ben and Amco. Oh, okay, okay. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, he's also, he works on sounds on lots of Bandai Namco games as well, but these are the ones he composed. First. Okay. Um, this is a great piece of music. I, I had actually forgotten about this particular track from Tekken Tag Tournament 2. I, I haven't been a huge fan of every single Tekken game that's came out, but there are certain ones that are just really good fighting games. And I think Tekken Tag Tournament 2 was one of those that was just really, really, really well done. This is one of the ones that caused a lot of fights with friends. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Uh, Yep. You know, Frank, you're being playing cheesy. Frank, this. Frank, would beating me. Yeah. That would be crying with their kicking my butt. One or the other. I, I don't know. You can't, you can't rewrite history. No, you can't rewrite history. No, 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 no. So, so, so we'll go with the way I remember it. Exactly. Uh, that track is also known as Arctic Dream. So yes. that's actually kind of cool. Was this a, just a normal stage track or was this part of like a bonus thing? I don't remember. Uh, that was a normal track. Okay. I don't remember that. So that's kind of really interesting. I'm going to have to go back and actually play that again. So I, I will have to go back and actually check that out and reminisce because I don't remember that music. So I I, I enjoyed rediscovering that. Before we uh, get to your track, uh, what do you get when you combine Santa and the duck? Um, a, a Christmas quacker. <laughs> <laughs> My next pick <laughs> happens to be from a game that we've actually talked about a lot this month, whether it be from the Hip Tanaka episode uh, snowy levels, whatever. Like, we've talked a lot about this game. From Earthbound, this is Winter's White.
was Winter's White from Earthbound, which released in Japan on August 27th, 1994. We would see it here in North America June 5th, 1995 on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Uh, this was not composed by Hirokazu Tanaka, Hip Tanaka. This was done by the other composer that worked on Mother and Earthbound, Kaichi Suzuki, who is only known for doing Mother and Earthbound in the actual video game industry. Is it really the only he, there may be some other games that I wasn't able to find, like smaller titles or more obscure titles. Uh, but more recently, he's been doing actual like film scores over in Japan. Oh, okay. so, so he's, composing at least. Yeah, he's, he's still composing, but he's been doing film scores since um, really since like the early 2000s. But uh, yeah, he's really only done Mother and Earthbound from what I was able to find. But I really do enjoy this track. While it isn't like a traditional Christmas-esque type of a tune, it's very festive. And obviously it is taking place in like the the wintry village uh, of Earthbound and, you know, where like the winter area in Earthbound. And I really enjoy this track. It always it always puts me in a, like a festive mood. Like it always puts me in a festive mood. It's a good piece of music. Okay, Brian, I have a question for you. Oh, Jesus. Actually, actually, happy birthday, Jesus. Yes, Feliz Navidad. So what did one snowman say to the other snowman? I don't know. Does this smell like carrot to you? <laughs> oh, man. I wish you would, like, stop finding stupid jokes. <laughs> okay, so what happens to the elves when they uh, behave naughty? Oh. Santa gives them the sack. They get they get sent to elf bowling in 1998. Hey, don't give away one of my 1998 picks. How dare you? All right, so I'm excited for this coming up here. I'm excited for this. I think you're gonna particularly enjoy this one. I think this might be the favorite thing that I've that I've never picked on a BG Mania. This might be one of my favorite things that I've never actually picked myself. Ah, uh, yeah, I actually had to make sure that we didn't pick from this one. Uh, this is actually from Final Fantasy 14. This is the Starlight Celebration.
that was the Starlight Celebration from Final Fantasy XIV. Um, you know, of this Christmas season, I wanted to give the nod to a composer we really don't play all that much here on uh, this podcast, uh, Mr. Nobu Amatsu. Which, you say that in jest, but it's crazy. We actually haven't played a ton well, of stuff. Not, every once in a while, I tell the, you know, yeah. we really haven't played a lot of them. Don't get me wrong, we've played some of his great stuff, but he's... Yeah. He's someone that we haven't extensively played. Obviously, we did do our, you know, look at the Final Fantasy franchise where we played music from the original games up through uh, 10. Actually, yeah, he worked on 10 uh, briefly, but up through those games where he worked on certain tracks. But other than that, we haven't really explored a lot of his stuff outside of either outside of Final Fantasy besides Blue Dragon or any other thing that uh, like other tracks from Final Fantasy that he's worked on. So it's definitely something we, we are going to do in the future. We, do, I, we absolutely um, haven't penciled in for a deep dive. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Because he is one of my all time favorite composers. It's just uh, oftentimes I don't remember that. And uh, just I always end up picking other things that interest me as opposed to things that he's worked on. So I don't know just how, how it works out. I just want the black mages to come and uh, perform here. And somewhere in somewhere in New York. Yes. Uh, if you want to come to Long Island, hell, I represent. Uh, you definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. You want to crash on the couch? Go ahead. I would consider heading over there to see a, a black mages concert. If they only did like one performance, like Madison Square Garden or something, I would absolutely consider. They would absolutely sell the garden. Yeah, absolutely. I think they would. Um, but I think that uh, if they were doing that, like if it was like a one time special U.S. appearance, I think I'd have to come over there and see that because that would be fantastic to go see uh but yeah as i mentioned this might be my favorite track that you've ever picked that i didn't personally pick myself because this is such a good piece of music and i didn't even know about it which is why i think it's my favorite thing that you've ever picked because i knew that final fantasy 14 and i do believe this is from the a realm reborn which is the the re-release of the actual final fantasy 14 after the uh the failed first attempt at 14 but um, I knew that it had a, a winter festival every year around Christmas time, much like World of Warcraft does Winter Vale every single year, where it's like two weeks worth of holiday events and, you know, Santa's there and you can get presents. I know Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn does something similar to that as well. But I had never thought to seek out the music to see what it sounded like. And now that I hear that, that is beautiful. I absolutely love that. That is so good. And... uh now that I know that obviously Nobuo Yamatsu actually composed that because he only did a certain a couple tracks for Final Fantasy 14. Um, that fact that he actually did that particular track is is really impressive. I do really enjoy that. So thank you for introducing me to that. I actually really, I absolutely love that. So you're welcome. Consider that one of the two presents I'm giving you right now. The second is a question. <sighs> of course it is. Uh, why don't crabs celebrate Christmas? I don't know. Because they're shellfish. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to a game that I have been picking from extensively over the past several weeks and months, uh, because I, this, this soundtrack is so good. I definitely want to keep picking from it over and over and over again. And you'll see why from Lufia Two: rise of the Thinistrals. This is winter.
And that was Winter from Lufia 2 Rise of the Sinistrals, which, again, if you don't remember, released February 24th, 1995 over in Japan, May 1996 here in North America and composed by Yasunori Shiono. Uh, I wish that track was longer because that is so good, man. It is so festive. It is so just melodic. I, I absolutely love that piece of music so much so that it may be my favorite thing I've actually picked for this bonus episode. Um, I, I really enjoy that. I don't know. There's something about this particular soundtrack for whatever reason. Be, I, I feel like this is one of the best Super Nintendo soundtracks to exist, and I don't know why. Uh, I, I've listened to a ton of Super Nintendo stuff. Obviously, uh, a majority of the catalog of Super Nintendo music I have listened to. But for some reason, the soundtrack to Lufia 2 sticks out to me as like a technical masterpiece on the Super Nintendo. And it's just it's crazy to me that Yasunori Shiono really hasn't done much else besides La Lufia 1 and 2. Because this soundtrack is so freaking good, man. It's so good. Can you imagine a new Lufia game being announced soon? Oh, I would absolutely love that. I would absolutely love that. This was actually uh, developed by Neverland, which is out of business right now. Um, I'm sure that THQ Nordic owns the rights to Lufia. They, they don't. They absolutely do not. <laughs> uh, it's actually crazy because, and I, I do believe I mentioned this in the past, Neverland was the same company that actually was the developer of one of Jessica's, actually all, her all-time favorite video game uh, franchise, Rune Factory. So before before they were doing Rune Factory, they did Lufia and uh, a couple other random one offs. And then they started working on Rune Factory. So they they Neverland wasn't really known for much besides Rune Factory and being um, Lufia and uh, absolutely being the home of the late great MJ himself, Michael Jackson, or some may say Michael Jordan. I don't know. MJ or Mary Jane Watson. I don't know. MJ. Lots of MJs out there for that. homie. Mary Jane, you know, the old good stuff. Yeah. No, it's Christmas time. Can't think about that. Okay. Let's talk about the devil's lettuce. Well, technically <laughs> right now, uh, Romaine is the devil's lettuce because you can't eat that stuff. Yeah. Um, so why did Frosty the Snowman ask for a divorce? I, I don't know. Because his wife was a total flake. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, though. I believe in Santa Claus. You believe in Santa Claus. What do you call a kid who doesn't believe in Santa Claus? Dumb. A rebel without a clause. And dumb. <laughs> uh, for my next track, not really from a video game per se. Uh, this is a special tune that you get to hear uh, every holiday season. Yeah. Uh, if, on the Wii U. Now, uh, I'm, pre- I'm pretty the, sure. I'm I was, pretty I sure was just going to ask. I was just going to ask if, a, if not this particular version, at least a rendition of this. I hope something shows up. And uh, by the time we're listening to this, we should be able to know. So we'll have to fire up our switch and find out. Yeah, we'll find out, but this is from the Wii U eShop. This is the holiday music. Thank you. 
and that was the holiday music from the Wii U eShop. Uh, could not find a composer for that one, so we're just going to give a blanket uh, credits to Nintendo in general. Yeah, a lot of people think it may have been uh, Kazume Tataka that actually composed that. Um, I can hear that because it does sound kind of like Animal Crossing to me. So I wouldn't be shocked to find out this was Kazume Tataka that actually composed this, but no definitive answer. So we'll just give a blanket credit, as you said, to Nintendo. Yeah, it's it's a good song, man. Uh, I, was, I was reading through some YouTube comments just to see how everyone else felt about this one. And they're like, oh, this always gets me in the Christmas mood. Someone's like, I pump this every day to keep me hyped. <laughs> it's definitely festive. And like I said, I really am hoping that uh, that Nintendo is doing something like this. And, and I, I, I am ashamed to admit I did not check the eShop last year to see if there was holiday music for the Nintendo Switch eShop. Uh, I don't know if you did or not. But uh, yeah, I, I totally spaced it and completely forgot because I also forgot how awesome the actual eShop music is around the holidays because it's so festive, man. It's so fun. I love that track. Well, they do that for us, and it's actually pretty good deals around the uh, around the holidays as well. So it's, it's always worth just popping in to check it out. Yeah, it's actually one of the better times um, that Nintendo will will discount things around the holidays because they they tend not to put things on discount too often oh, on the eShop. Yeah, too, not that often. Uh, you'll you'll be lucky to find a couple things in around Black Friday itself, and then Cyber Monday, and other than that, you're really looking at uh, around Christmas time. So. Uh, but but a great track and, a, and another great selection from you. So so very well done there, too. Uh, we'll now move on to my last pick on today's episode. Again, we're only doing five tracks apiece. So I'm going to end things in my little block, much like I started things, but with a different game that mm. happens to be on the Amiga from James Pond 2. This is level four. Was level four from James Pond 2, the Amiga version, which released sometime in 1991. Remember, this is back in the day where uh, we don't have official release dates for some of these games. I remember we actually talked a lot about that um, during that Amiga episode itself. Uh, it looks like this was pretty much done by one guy. It was developed by Vector Dean and published by Millennium Interactive. But it says the designer of the game, the programmer of the game, and the artist of the game was all Chris Sorrell. Uh, with the only difference being the composer, which was Richard Joseph, who looks like he did a lot of work on early, like, 
PC Engine type stuff between 1986 and uh, well, he actually he had credits all the way up through uh, 2006. Uh, he had some tracks in Oblivion for the Elder Scrolls 4. Um, I'm not sure which you ones. You the Elder Scrolls in as well. You yeah. son of a gun. <laughs> it's a Christmas miracle. Um, by by mistake, by mistake. But unfortunately, Richard Joseph passed away back in 2007. Uh, March 4th, 2007, he passed away. Uh, it does not say why. Oh, lung cancer. It does say why. He passed away from lung cancer. So unfortunate because uh, his work on like some of these Amiga games and I, I'd be curious to know what he actually composed for Oblivion. Uh, I, I, I dig the soundtrack to James Bond, too. I think this is a fantastic soundtrack. Um, did I say James Bond? I meant James Pond if I said James Bond. But uh, yeah, man, he, he's got some good stuff. So unfortunate that uh, Cancer took another one of the, you know, composers that used to be around from us because Cancer sucks, as we all know. Um, but it's a very festive tune. And again, it's Jingle Bells. But with a little surprise, we wish you Merry Christmas at the end. I do believe every track we played today is Jingle Bells. Well, every, almost every track we did play had some sort of Jingle Bells in it. Absolutely. Uh, but we are closing out with something that you picked because it is basically a medley of all Christmas tunes. Yeah, it's uh, from the Blizzard classic Overwatch. Yeah, I won't even argue with that. It definitely is a Blizzard classic now. Uh, it is. Uh, I, I, I give Blizzard credit where credit's due. I love them. Plus Vikings. Uh, this is the Winter <laughs> Holiday event uh, composed by... Neil Cree, Chris Velasco, and Sam Carden. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this this plays seasonally uh, every year, as holiday events are wont to do. Yeah, yeah, no, they definitely do. They go, they go all out for the holiday events around around Christmas time. I love the video games do that. I mean, um, you said Shemu had it with Christmas on Nebuya Street. Yep, we, which we played last year or for the yep. holiday episode. Uh, Destiny does it every year. Yeah. I, I enjoy that in my video games. That's something that, you know. I do too. And I I really like it when it goes off of your in-game clock. Like, obviously you can take advantage of that, like if you change the time and that kind of stuff. But I really like, you know, for, for just normal, normal seeing people that play games just to play games. When you fire up a game in and around Christmas time and then... You have this seasonal event that happens because it happens to be December 24th or December 25th or however long they, you know, they have the holiday event last for. But I really do enjoy games that do that as well. I think it's a nice touch because not too many games actually do that. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a quick little nod. Just, you know, hey, Merry Christmas. Happy holiday. Absolutely. And seeing as you just said that, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you as well. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, this again, this is Christmas Eve, so... We are in a, a much more festive mood. Um, and Merry Christmas to all of you out there. I hope that uh, these last few weeks or whatever, obviously, as I've been talking about all month, the, uh, the the month of December tends to be a much more merry and bright and festive time of year where the, you know, bullcrap of the world just doesn't matter as much as it does every other day of the year. Yeah, yeah. we'll be back to our grumpy selves come January, don't you worry. Absolutely, yeah. We, we can't change anything. Obviously, we can't change the world. If we could, that'd be great. But uh, at least one month out of the year, it's, you know, things are brighter, things are merry, things are festive, things are colorful because of all the, the lights up on the houses and the trees decorating everywhere. I just I I really enjoy this time of year. So we are definitely going to be keeping this a holiday tradition moving forward where we put up a bonus episode every Christmas Eve uh, just to to have some festive tunes. I really do like that. We did it last year. Obviously, we did it this year, so we'll do it next year, too. Um, But I think that's going to bring us to the close of the show. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here and spend some quality time with loved ones. 
on this Christmas Eve. Um, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm in Colorado uh, with the family. Yeah. So uh, from mine to yours, Merry Christmas. Um, and I will see you all in the new year. That is going to do it for this bonus episode of BG Mania. Thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode, especially on Christmas Eve, if you are listening to this the day it releases. And of course, this was made possible by leveldowngames.com. Remember to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to bgmania at leveldowngames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through iTunes. That would be the best present you could give us this holiday season would be leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. We'd also be grateful if you could drop on over to youtube.com forward slash level down games and subscribe to our channel there if you haven't already. And why not head over to twitch.tv forward slash level down games to subscribe there. And for all of our live stream and event coverage, we can also be found on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want to follow us across social media, check that description box for the appropriate links. Remember this coming up Wednesday, we have a radio hour volume 18, Five tracks from me, five tracks from Frank, one from you, the listener, and one from Jessica. Uh, there may be some festive stuff in there, but I don't know if everything will be festive. Uh, knowing at least what I picked and certain things, I don't think everything will be festive in this radio hour. But there may be a track or two or three in there. I'm going to slip in a sexy track because radio hour is legal. Radio hour is legal, like a lot of other things in Colorado. Uh, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> Uh, taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Winter Wonderland event from Overwatch. I'm going to end this bonus episode with the conclusion to one of my favorite Christmas albums of all time. And that's actually Christmas Eve and other stories from the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And so with his story over and our bottle nearly through, I asked, did this really happen? He swore every word was true. Then he said, I see you're puzzled. But your mind tells you to doubt me, that my story can't be true, but your heart tells you it might be. He then asked, did it entertain me? And I admitted it had charm. Then he said, perhaps you have learned something, or at worst, I've done no harm. Then he rose up from his chair, and he said it's time that he should leave. But may God keep and protect you this and every Christmas Eve. Then he left through the front door, and I ran out to ask him back. But he was already gone, and stranger still, he left no tracks. So I walked back to my home, recalling all I've heard and seen. And for the first time since my childhood, that night, I dreamed a Christmas dream. Merry Christmas.